yo, yo. Welcome, guys, to the Cultivate and Keep podcast. It's Corey and Jeremy. Yo, yo. Um, what's up, Corey? What's happening? Nothing much, man. Yeah? Just uh, yeah, just chilling. Just chilling? Yeah. On, chilling. A, on a Tuesday? That's right. On a Tuesday. That's good. Uh, early Tuesday. Um, any announcements or any anything we want to share? Uh, I don't think so, other than to give us a rating and review. I feel like we've been kind of slacking on that, but mm-hmm. it would be greatly appreciated if you can, especially if you're listening on uh, on your phone, on using the Apple Podcast app. Um, if you can go into the podcast, uh, you'll see ratings and reviews. You'll see a button there that says write a review, and you can even just give us five stars. You don't have to say anything, or you can put an extra star in there for that six stars. Mm-hmm. That would be um, That would be ideal. But uh, I think that's all we got. Yeah, I feel like I never do that. I don't know why. Like, and it's funny. Like for my business, I'm always asking people, "Hey, like, write mm, me a review." I know, you know we gotta give me stars. We but when I'm asked too. to, it's I don't know why. It's just easy to like, eh, I don't want to. Yeah. But uh, anyway, if you feel inclined, that'd be helpful. It so. would go a long way for us. It really would. So it's uh, it's interesting. Like Apple's kind of way of like ranking podcasts and like showing podcasts to more people, like getting them in like the new and noteworthy or the popular, or whatever. Um, it's still like a really old, mm-hmm. like they haven't really updated kind of like their like method or like the algorithm for doing it in, in a long time. And ratings and reviews are still like one of the primary factors. Mm-hmm. So um, everyone counts for us. Everyone helps. Uh, and again, it would go a long way for us. Cool. We should um, go, go review our own. We should, I already left one. Cool. I yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe when you're talking on this episode. Mm, I'll, yeah. Okay. I'll jump in. Um, cool. Well, hey, we wanted to do um, like a mid-year in review. So we did one at the end of uh, last year. We did like a year in review where we um, asked three questions. What went well? Uh, what didn't go so well? And what did you learn? Um, was kind of what we followed. And so we thought it'd be fun to do like a, you know, six months into the year, kind of just recap how it's been so far. Um, so that's what we're going to do today. Yeah. I feel like it's good because I was, I was sort of thinking like, man, I need to do more reflection and like, I want to know, I don't know. I sort of didn't, we talked a little bit before, I think in like the, in the last year interview that we did for 2018 about how it feels good to do it, but like we didn't want to do it all the time. Mm -hmm. But now I think like, I don't want to just do like go the whole year without kind of reflecting Mm -hmm. And then like come to the end and then have to like go dig back yeah. and kind of think like, I want to kind of, you know, the halfway point, I feel like is a good point to stop and say, am I on the right direction? Am I, uh, you know, what are the areas that I need to pick up the slack? Um, you know, and just take that time to reflect because now we have another six months. Uh, this is coming out in July. So we have another mm-hmm. six months to make account for the year and to, you know, see it through. Yeah. And I feel like recently I've been thinking a lot about like measuring and like what you, you know, what you don't measure, it's hard to know like where you landed and how you did. And so I just feel like kind of like you said, like a mid year, like a measuring, like a mid year, like kind of looking, looking back how stuff is going, like you have time to make adjustments rather than yeah. at, the, at the end of the year saying like, man, like this, this whole section really sucked or this went really well. Like now we have time to, to fix it. And it's yeah. not like, I don't know. I hate looking at like year by year, like my life, but I mean, it's a great way to kind of like, you know, put like a time limit on stuff and, and whatnot. So. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I don't know about you, but the the last six months for me have just like flown by. by. Yeah, I mean, me it's too. just like crazy. I'm, yeah. It's insane how fast it's going. Yeah. I mean, it's June. I feel like, I feel like I, I still felt kind of like in control and like I knew kind of the pace I was going at in like March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like still like thinking I feel I still feel like it's March when it's three months later. You know, it's, you know when June. you're on like vacation or like you have like a really good week ahead of you and you think like, man, like this is never going to end. Like this is going to be yeah. when this vacation starts or this weekend starts, like 
it's going to take forever to get to, you know, Monday, whatever. And yeah. then before you know, it, it's over. I felt like, um, so with our business, we, we book, we book events, right? Like six months out, a year out. And so I'm constantly looking at the mm, calendar, constantly right. like looking at what's to come. And I remember, uh, like last week we had, we had like uh, two events that when I booked them last year, I remember thinking to myself like, man, like it's going to suck doing those. Those are so big. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, it's, it's going to take forever for those to get here. And like before I knew it, like it's already passed. And like that was last weekend. And so yeah. it's just funny how we kind of like trick our minds to think, Oh, like that's never going to come or, Oh, that's going to, you know, last longer than it will. And then before you know it, it's, it's over. And that's so, already there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, well, let's jump into it. Um, so I'll, I guess I'll do one and you can do one. We'll kind of, just go yeah, back and so forth. we'll go in order. So like, we'll start with what has gone well so far and then we'll go into what hasn't gone so well and then we'll go into what we learned. So we'll yeah. start and kind of go back and forth on yeah. what went well so far, yeah. right? Uh, start yeah. with the good. Yeah. I also want to say like, as we go through this, like for you guys listening, like think through your life, you know, like yeah. what's going well, like what's not and uh, like, what have you learned? And then, yeah, kind of reflect. Um, well, for me, the first one I put down was being married. You know, that has <laughs> been right. really good. I figured that should be number one. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we got married January 19th. And so pretty much the start of the year. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's flown by and when this comes out, we'll be, ha- have been married for almost six full months. We're close to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's going really well. Um, kind of thought before we got married that it was going to fix a lot of stuff in my life. And I don't mean like fix me or I would, or Connie would be fixed. That's not what I mean. I mean more of like. Like, uh, I thought it would be like more routine in our life or that we would, you know, we, we would eat healthier cause we're, you know, making dinners more. We would save money cause we're living together. All these, you know, different ideas that I had. And I've kind of found like all those negative things I thought would be fixed. I feel like they've improved, but only because like we've been intentional about that. And I've kind of learned like being married doesn't fix those bad habits. If anything, it no. makes it easier to like, yeah. you know, slouch back into those. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall being married has been great and, um, like I, I absolutely love it. There's, I don't know, it's weird. Like I don't feel like I take it for granted, but like just small things, like when you're dating, you know, uh, I kind of always having to plan out the week, like, you know, where you're going to be and when, you know, when you can see each other, you know, driving home at the end of the night, stuff like that, that now we just don't even think about. And, um, it's just really good. I overall, it's been great and, uh, very little to no complaints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, it is crazy to think um, six months already. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's cool. I, I, you know, it's pretty cool that. Uh, well, we're kind of close. You, were, you got married in January. I got married in February. I feel like it's kind of cool. Like in the beginning of the year to get married because um, mm-hmm. then you can always look back. I don't know. It's easier to keep track too. But um, yeah, first six months are fun, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure you guys learned a lot too. Yeah. Um, well, on a similar vein, we had our one year anniversary in February. Um, which is also crazy to think like, I don't know. I mean, on the, on the time flies by thread, like a year mm-hmm. being married. I don't know. It, it felt like still, I, I can still feel it in me feeling like, Oh my gosh, are we ever going to get married? Like it feels so far away. Mm-hmm. It feels like, I mean, our engagement too, when, you know, we were engaged for a year and it felt like the longest year of our lives. Um, so now to have been married for a year and you know, now almost like a year and a half, it's like, wow, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of thinking like, geez, I mean, we're going to be married for five years before, you know, we're going to yeah. be married for 10 years. We're going to have, I don't know, like our 20, I don't know. It just seems like mm-hmm. it's getting faster and faster. So, um, and like on my, on my birthday, just a few weeks ago, I was a little sad to be honest because, you know, turning 24, I don't know. I, I, just, I kept thinking back to when I was a lot younger, like in high school or even, you know, 21, 22, um, and thinking about what I wanted my life to look like at, 24 25 and um max shut it dude 
uh, and, uh, just feeling like I, I'm really proud of where I'm at and where we're at, but also, um, like there's a lot more that I want to come and like, it just feels like life, I don't know, is going by really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't want to miss out on our marriage and I don't want time to go by so far and to feel like, wow, I can't even believe that we've been married for you. I want yeah. it to feel like, wow, that was a really like rich, full, you know, last year of marriage. And now I'm looking forward to the next one. Like I, I need, feel like I need to catch up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but anyways, our first year anniversary was awesome. You know, it's great to celebrate that. We went to Palm Springs to celebrate it. Um, and it feels good to, you know, we're not really like newlyweds anymore. You know, if we feel like very mature and, um, you know, overall, uh, being married, is amazing. So yeah. cool. Um, uh, put down eating healthy and or for, for the most part being healthier <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Um, and obviously props to Connie cause she does the majority of, you know, the food planning and cooking and whatnot. Um, I've also like done a lot more cooking myself, which I never thought I would Ayo. do. I've always been really strong with breakfast. I'm, I'm kind of like a <laughs> eggs, bacon, and like that's oh, all I can you. really make, but I've always been good. And, and more recently I've kind of been expanding my arsenal. So Ooh. made a few dinners, my go-to really, Dude, my go-to Dude, is dinners are, are, are sophisticated, you know, like, well, let me tell you what I do first. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so I love sauteing vegetables. I don't know why okay. I just really enjoy it. Like yeah. onions, peppers, I mean, tomatoes, like whatever I can get my hands on, just throw it in the pan, you know, add my seasonings. I kind of have my go-tos. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I guess I've got a few for you. Ketchup? Salt, pepper, oh, okay. ketchup. No, bro. I don't know. You're a guy. You never know. Okay, side note, I also add a garnish now to my plates, which is... What? Yeah, dude. Dude, Connie made breakfast a couple weeks ago, and she put, like, I don't know what it was, like, a bunch of stuff, but then the garnish was, like, slices of oranges, and I was like, oh, wow, that's, like, it has a nice touch. Also, eating... Does it, though? Eating... Hold on. Eating out of... It's such a white person thing. (laughs) I've always eaten out of off of paper plates my whole life. I just... I don't don't, don't want to do dishes. I don't care. But she does, like, every meal on, like, a plate, and I feel like it adds, like, a a nice touch. That definitely adds to it. I feel like that's enhanced my cooking, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I'm kind of just messing around. But overall, we've been eating healthier, which has been good. I was going to say, like, I um, I feel healthier, like, overall. Like, I would say probably the most healthy I've ever felt. I, just, I feel good. Yeah. And I don't know why that is, but um, I feel like last couple of years, I've just, I always felt tired, and I always felt just, like, drained of energy. And um, oftentimes, I would feel, like, dizzy or just, like, not good. And, um, yeah, dude, like the last six months, I, I don't know why I just, I feel, I feel good. I feel like less, probably like less junk food, less sugar, more water and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my body feels really good. Um, so yeah, that's good. Well, that's funny. I feel like I'm, well, I'm not as far along as you. I haven't cooked any dinners yet, which I'm, I'm that regretful about. Why? I don't know. I feel like you, I don't know why. I just feel like you would do that and do it well. Maybe I could, but I've like we never cooked could. before. Either have I. Well, I think for me, the reason why I, I've had to is, because uh, there was one night where like Connie, she, I think she kind of tricked me. She um, she was planning to make dinner. She was running late and she said, hey, can you get food started? And I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, what, what do I do? And I think we we're having like chicken and like vegetables and some other stuff. And she kind of just like walked me through it. I was like, all right, I'll just try it. So I just started doing it and it was actually really easy and it turned out really good. And so yeah. I was like, man, like I kind of, and, and I enjoyed it. Like yeah. doing a podcast, like, you know, Max would run around and I made dinner, bro. So that's nice. Oh, so anyway, let Monique that. trick you into making dinner. Okay. Yeah, I don't man. have to force her to trick me more often. Yeah. So also in a similar, okay. So basically it's the exact same thing. Like, uh, definitely eating healthier, especially <laughs> since I feel like I'm just going to copy this whole podcast. Um, 
Monique has been doing this challenge with her gym and a part of that is doing like a cha- uh, a diet which she's been really great about. So I'm basically like eating all the same things as her. Um, but also to that, you know, I've always made breakfast. I mean, for their, for since I've been, you know, actually I guess it's coming up in like 20 years. I've made a smoothie every day for I breakfast. I feel like that comes up every podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm like, I'm like a vegan, you know, like I have to talk about it, but instead it's like smoothies. Um, so, okay, anyways, the breakfast I've had down, but uh, dinner I've never made. But recently I've been making myself more like lunches. And so I have like my three go-to meals now, um, eggs and sausage and toast. Hold on, let me guess. Is I got this. So okay. that's, that's number one. That's one of them. Number two is a salad. No, not a salad. It was last week. Oh, no, you're right, right. Well, I do like a chicken salad, and it's more chicken than okay. salad. So it's a salad. Yeah. Number three, uh, tuna sandwich. Tuna sandwich. Boom. That is. That's nasty, by the way. It's real Why? Gross. So gross. You don't like tuna? So gross. I love like raw tuna, like raw fish, but I hate like tuna in a can. Is that what it is? Like, like yeah. Yeah, I hate it. What? Nasty. It's the only fish that doesn't taste like fish. You are... You're, um, I don't like the I I I sort of like salmon. Every other fish don't like tuna. Like doesn't even taste. Yeah, that so much I, like fish. maybe it's the can because like a couple weeks ago, Connie got like a uh, canned salmon, and she put it on like a bagel with like you know stuff on it. Whatever. Mm. It was pretty good. Yeah, but like I didn't like um, it being in the can. It like reminded me of tuna. It was kind of nasty. I didn't I didn't like it. Okay, well listen though. Here's how I make my tuna sandwiches. So you take the tuna, right? You put it in the bowl. And then you mix in your seasonings right away. So I like to put a little salt, a little pepper, and a little lemon chili uh, nice. seasoning, which gives that from nice From Trader little, Joe's? Yeah, from Trader Joe's. Yep, got that too. Shout out to, to, to Joe. Um, the Trader. The Trader. <laughs> and uh, and then you put mayonnaise and mustard. I don't know if you put like a lot of like oh, I hate condiments in there. Really? And I mean, no, I, I don't like don't mayonnaise that much. I, I, I love that. mustard. I, I know, I know. But it, oh man. But then it gives it like, then it's not so like chewy and like gross. I had like... I didn't put enough in the other day, and I was eating it. I was like, this is gross. I don't like this at all. But I ate it anyways because mm-hmm. I wanted to. I was hungry. Um, anyways, uh, also with the, on the eggs, though, back on that, um, I've gotten some good variety. So I, I know how to – so I'll either do, like, whole eggs or I'll do egg whites. Sometimes I'll do an omelet, sometimes scrambled, sometimes sunny side up. Mm-hmm. Uh, toast is either, like, a, a wheat toast or it's, like, a non bread. Mm-hmm. So there's some good variety there. Let me get in the game. So uh, before I was only like scrambled eggs. That was it. Yeah. And I'm talking scrambled eggs, salt and pepper, like a little bit of cheese. That's it. Yeah. More recently, I've been getting to my egg scrambles. So, Ooh. dude, I'm telling you. Man, like an omelet? Uh, not, not like an omelet form, but probably the same concept. Right, right, right. I mean, right. just scrambled eggs and I'll throw in like, you know, tomatoes, uh, onion, peppers, spinach sometimes, like whatever Ooh, I can find. Just nice. throw it in there. Dude, it's really good. Also, I've been going hard with my... um. Over easy eggs, <laughs> and I can even flip it now without it breaking. So what? Pretty big. Flipping an over easy egg? Yeah, dude. I was. Isn't that so technically over medium? I what I <laughs> that's funny. So at first I was doing like, what's the really cooked version? Over hard. I was doing over hard. <laughs> no, I meant to do over easy. Where like it doesn't even yeah. sip out. It's just what like I would hard. do. I yeah, would hard. cook it and I would flip it and then it, most of the time it would break and then I would just cook it too long and Connie would always not be happy with it. <laughs> uh, so what I do now is cook it. And then I flip it and then immediately turn off the heat. Oh. And I let it sit for like a minute. And that way I just barely like, what's that called? Like a sear? I don't know, like a pan sear? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I but don't it know like any of the terms. But it lightly cooks it and then. Yeah. It just like it, warms it. Basically. Toss it on some sourdough toast with a little bit of butter on it. Ooh. Fire. And some Cholula. Mm, good. Yeah, Cholula's good. So anyways, eating healthy. I feel good. We've been kind of on and off. Um, and it's like, 
you know, we're doing really good, but then there's like, you know, a weekend where there's, you know, pizza or, you know, travel somewhere and mm-hmm. kind of getting that to a little bit, but, um, definitely been eating healthier and feel better, uh, like on the same kind of vein as that too, like working out more consistently. So I've been doing like three to four times a week. I'll do Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, like, uh, weightlifting and then Wednesday night, usually playing basketball. Um, and that's when we're working really well, like feel good, um, like losing inches and getting inches in the right places. And, uh, so yeah, that's, that's a win. It's good. Uh, number three for me, we got a puppy, Maximus, <laughs> Maximus. and I, who was dude, barking. <laughs> and I honestly think that was so far has been the best choice of the year. I mean, he's my guy. Besides marrying, choosing to marry, oh, yes, correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there, easy, dude. He is awesome, and it's kind of like a lighthearted one. But honestly, he makes me like more happy. Like I don't know why, dude. Like he's just my, he's my homie. Like we're just we're tight. I mean, I work from home every day, and so he's like side by side everywhere I go, and he's so cute. So he's pretty cute. He's pretty. I cute. love Max. He's my guy. He's your guy. So get a puppy if you don't have one, and if you're you are sad. I I'm really glad. I wasn't to sad see before, but yeah, I'm really glad to see that Max is added to your life. Yeah. I was a little scared at first because there's two types of people that get dogs. There's people that are like crazy obsessed with dogs, and then there's people who don't really like dogs but have them anyways and end up getting rid of them later. And I felt you were going to be like. The, I thought I was too because I've never liked dogs. Yeah. But, but I'm definitely the overly no. obsessed dog owner. <laughs> I think now. it's pretty clear which yeah. bucket you're in now. At least I'm not like all over like Instagram and all that kind of stuff. That's true. If I was like a social media person, I for sure would be. But would you ever make him an Instagram account? Absolutely not. No. You did right. Yeah. Sir Remington the pug. Remington go, the fo- pug. go give him a follow. Monique manages it. I don't do anything yeah. with it. Your co-manager. Yeah, co-manager. I'm just like the financial sponsor of it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Definitely. Max was a good choice. Well done. Um, one, the, the next one for me is, uh, on work. Um, so I kind of started the year essentially. So I started my new job at bear metrics in December. So I've kind of had like the year of like a new job. I mean, it's been about six months now, seven months by the time this comes out, which is also crazy to think about that it's been already that long on the mm-hmm. job. Um, but it's been a ton of fun and like a lot of challenges, like I think a really great decision for me and like really glad and really confident in the choice that I made to, to go pursue it. Um, meeting goals, like it's fun seeing numbers go up in the right every month. Um, and you know, the team morale, like doing a lot of exciting things, getting to know the team, like it's just such a fun environment. Um, you know, we're, we're a software development company at the core of it. Um, and there's eight of us and we all work remotely from home, um, and a bunch of different time zones across the world. And so it's a lot of fun just being like one team, like Mm -hmm. there's no departments, there's no uh you know like hierarchy or managers like we're literally all we just function as one team yeah um which i think is just like the funnest yeah and i agree i wouldn't have it any, any other way and um and so we're doing a lot of really fun stuff really exciting for the future um growing professionally and like learning a lot but also like making a ton of really awesome connections and like and like networking um it's i feel really fortunate because bear metrics has such a a great kind of brand and reputation in the space. And then me coming on as the head of growth, I kind of just like, got like, I'm like launched. Yeah. I'm just like yeah. leeching on and like, basically I just kind of take on the brand. Um, so it's been really helpful for me and getting to know a lot of people. I, mean, I have like a call or two a week with a marketer or a founder at someone that I've never met before, but who are like, Hey, like love what you're doing. You know, would love to just connect some time. You know, we just chat for 30 minutes over a video call get to know one another um and that stuff is like invaluable you know so i, s- I feel super super fortunate That's for cool. that um and really 
also just really like enjoying what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, I feel like it's hard. It's hard to have a good mix of like, I like what I'm doing and I like the company I'm doing it with, you know, like I feel like there's sometimes a mismatch of that. Um, but really enjoying the company I'm with and what I'm doing for them. Um, and so that's been a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah. It's been fun watching you talk about it and like, I just got Twitter. I'm not big on it, but <laughs> when I do go on once in a blue moon, I always see you posting like something about barometrics or, you know, you, whatever you, the Twitter lingo is, but you seem like really in that and thriving. So yeah, it's cool. been a lot of fun being really plugged in. Um, my next one was reading. So, uh, I had a, I have a goal to read 16 books this year. And so I've read se- seven of 16. So pretty much on track. Um, by the time this comes out, I will probably have read at least another one. So that's good. Oh, yeah. Um, and one thing I'm doing differently this year was, uh, I've kind of always had like a, like a never ending reading list. And so when I'm, you know, with a friend or I find a book online, whatever, I'll add it to that list. And then Hmm. if I get easy to like lose priority and then also the kind of like, they kind of like disappear. And so this year, um, I have a list and more of like a called Kanban, Kanban, whatever. Yeah. Kanban. Uh, like a Kanban Kanban. style. So I can kind of even see like my overall like list and kind of, you know, what's going to be up next, what's in process and what's finished. And so that's good to like see it. Um, you know, every couple of days I'll look at it, kind of see where I'm at. Mm. Um, it's been good. So, you know, when I when I hear a new, hear of a new book, rather than just throwing it on my list, you know, I'll put it on like a certain category, certain order. Oh. Um, every book I have like a tag on it. So whether it's like business, uh, you know, like a finance book, um, spiritual, personal growth, whatever it is, I have like tags. And so hmm. it's good to kind of see my overall list and see like what do I want to read next? How many of each category have I read, you know? Um, so yeah. it's super helpful and um, it's helped me stay on track. And I don't know, I feel like... Um, for some reason, this year has been easier than any other year just to be consistent in reading. And so I'm glad that I'm on track. I know, I feel like you've just been killing it with reading. Yeah, I feel like I, I've never been so consistent than this year. I think a large, a big part is being out of school. I think when I was in school, it was really hard to find time to read when it wasn't academics. And so, yeah, um, yeah, and I actually, I read all my books. I don't do like Audible, nothing like that. And that's I'm, impressive I'm too. tempted to because I could do a lot more. Um, but I don't know, something about sitting down reading, I feel like, I feel like a it's just good for my soul. Like it's good to like slow down in the morning and read. Um, but like B, I think just like I absorb a lot more than when I actually read it and underline a highlight and make notes. Um, because I listen to like podcasts all day long, and we've talked about like yeah. so much of that noise in my ear in our ears. Like it's easy to kind of overlook stuff, and so yeah. I don't want my books to kind of fall in that category. So, so yeah, books have been um, a big part of this year, and it's been good. I probably read like an hour at least every morning. Yeah, and, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's been good. I want to steal that because I feel like, well, I'm trying to think like uh, how many books have I read and which ones are next up on my queue. And like, I know that there's like five or six books that I like want to read that are on my list, but I don't have like any sort of order or like categorization. There's um, like, I, I flew, um, I flew through uh, mere Christianity Mm -hmm. and I think I'm on like literally the last chapter and I've been on the last chapter for like two months and I've read like three other books in the meantime. Yeah. I've, I've been <laughs> like, why, why am I this way? Yeah. Um, so I need <laughs> to get like a better system for, uh, also, well, it's just, it's way easier for me to do an audio book because I can do it while I'm working, while I'm walking, while I'm working out. Um, but I really want to sit down and read and I feel like I, I have to just like carve that time out and like force myself to, um, so I've probably read like, I don't know, six or seven books two this year. But I probably only like read, read like one or two, and I've listened to the rest. 
Yeah. Which I, I don't know about like the retention isn't the same. Well, that's kind of why. I mean, I guess yeah. it depends how you learn. Um, but like I, like, I don't listen to podcasts except for when I'm walking or driving. Cause I found like, or if I'm like, you know, cooking or cleaning or doing stuff around the house, I'll throw one yeah. on. But, um, if I am like doing like mental work, like buying a computer, like it's hard for me to like retain it. And so yeah. I don't know if you're that way, but for me, it's like, I just, like I will throw on like a music or like a movie and I can zone it out, but like a podcast or like a book, I, I will also zone it out. I can't like listen yeah. and absorb. So well, that's why I, I get it. It's so much easier. Like I'm, yeah. that's definitely true. Um, I'm trying to like stay disciplined to not do audiobooks. Yeah. Well, here's what I've, I've realized more recently is that books and, and, and podcasts kind of fit into two categories. It's like one is basically like entertainment, but it's just like stories, experiences, um, things that you don't need to learn necessarily. You're just kind of absorbing. And then the other one is like educative, you know, instructive, how to kind of, um, you know, more like hands-on actionable stuff. Mm-hmm. And I found that I really need to read and like physically read the, um, the instructive ones. And if I listen to it, I don't get anything really out of it and I have to go back and read it anyways. Um, but I found that with the, uh, with the more like entertainment stuff, I can't sit down and read it. I, it's like, I'm like, yeah, why am I, I reading this? Yeah. I, I, why don't I just listen to this? So I've kind of been, and that's why I think it's hard is because, uh, it's much easier for me to fit in the like entertainment ones because I don't need to sit down and read it and like really absorb it because I'm kind of just listening and absorbing. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, like I, uh, I started listening to, I, I listened to two books in the last like two weeks. One I'm going through right now, I'm almost finished. It's called lost and founder. And it's the story of an entrepreneur and kind of like his biography almost like, I don't really need to read that or go through cause I can just stories a lot easier to listen to. But I listened to another one called The Mom Test, which is about mm-hmm. uh, talking to customers, and, and it was very instructive. And I need to go back and like read it, read yeah. it, because there was so much I feel like that I just kind of missed, or I need to like see the structure of how he thinks about it, and I want to see the chapters and stuff. So um, there's definitely you need you can do both, mm-hmm. and you should probably kind of think yeah. about it that way. Um, one thing that has helped me with this is um, I heard on a, on a podcast, but there's this guy who. Um, He's like super productive. He has a couple businesses. He has a family. I think four kids, um, and he's written twelve books. And um, so he's like he's done a lot, and he's like a really busy guy. And uh, one thing he says he does is he um, he gives himself three hours every day that's just to himself. And he said as long as I can get those three hours in, and in that in that window I can do whatever I want. So if I want to sleep, if I want to, you know, play video games, if I want to read a book, if I want to go on a walk, like whatever I want, it's my time. Hmm. But he said as long as I have like that block of three hours every day. Like he said, I'm totally cool with, um, you know, if my wife asked, asked me to run an errand for her and help her with around the house, like whatever it is, like I'm happy to do it because I got my time. Hmm. And he's, you know, for him, like he obviously doesn't use, you know, those three hours to play video games. He, he uses it to be productive. Yeah. But, um, I thought that was like a good, like rule of thumb. And so I've been trying to give myself two hours. I think three is a lot. He, I think hmm. he gets up like four in the mornings. I give yeah. myself two hours. And so I just do it from like six thirty to like eight thirty every morning. It's kind of like my time. And so I use it like every morning, just basically to like walk. I t- take a max on a walk, and mm. I pray and read and like make ref- make breakfast. And so that's kind of my way yeah. of doing it. And because in those two hours, I force myself to sit down and read. And so that's mm. how I do it. That's a good rule. I need to. Yeah, I really like. Oh, like I want that so bad. I just don't know how to do that without waking up earlier. Because <laughs> You're trying to avoid. Yeah, I feel, I feel <laughs> that. Yeah. Because 
you know, you start work but, traditionally at like nine, you're done at five, you know, and then at least three nights a week, four nights a week, actually, you know, we're either at church or we're like out together on a date night or with friends. Okay. And but so, th- but that's the thing. So I had the same thought and then I said, you know what, let me just try this. What I've been doing is there are some days I'll sleep in and I'll, I'll take it away of, of my, away from my two hours, how I've done it. And so, uh. um, like, like, uh, I, I worked this weekend between Saturday and Sunday. I worked like 25 hours in like two days. Right. There was a ton. Yeah. And so Monday I slept in, I didn't get up until like eight or eight 30. Um, it was like my time to sleep in. So Monday I didn't, I didn't do any reading. I got up at eight 30, made breakfast and started working at nine. And this is what I did. And mm. so today I got up at six and start, started earlier and I got my two hours in. So that's kind of like how I do it. Like some days if I'm tired, I'll, I'll sleep in a little bit or I'll, I'll go a little slower, yeah. but it comes out of my time. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes um, sense. Cause if not, if I try to get those two hours in starting at nine o'clock, then it eats into my work day. And so yeah. that's how I've been doing it. It's worked. It's been a few days where I'll kind of, you know, slack off a little bit and relax. Um, but then like the following day, I try to make up for it. So. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of bleeding into what have I, what have I learned so far? But I feel like I just keep coming back to this theme of like, wake up earlier. And like, it just, that just needs to be a part of my life. And because at, at, at night too, here's what I found. And again, kind of bleeding into other sections here, but, especially the um the like the further along in the day that i get the more like mental and physical energy i've already spent and and then you know it's 10 o'clock and now i'm getting to kind of the me time of like writing or reading or like sitting down and like knocking out a project or just like watching tv you know like i don't know doing whatever it is that i want to do and that's just it like that time doesn't work for me and um and i, I don't end up being productive or I don't have like the mental capacity to sit down and like really think through something kind of deep. So I feel like it always ends up coming back to like, I just need to do it first, yeah. Yeah. which is hard. But anyways, um, I think I have two or three more under this category. Yeah, I mean, the next one kind of bleeds over into um, like what I learned, but um, I feel like I've just, I've grown a lot in my understanding of, of money and how it works. And um, yeah, I mean, I think before this season of life, like I was living at home and then, um, the job I had, I covered like most of all my expenses. And so I like didn't really have to like, I was a good saver. And like we, we made, I made money and I saved it well. I didn't, you know, go spend furiously, but, um, I didn't really understand like the concept of like money going in, money going out, like in a cash flow. I just didn't really get that. And so like the first few months of this year were like, really weird for me. Like I was making more money than I ever made before in my life, but I was also spending a lot more. Yeah. And so like, a weird it just didn't it didn't feel like that good because so much money was going out yeah let's feel like the last three or four months i've like really tried to learn i've, I've read a few books about it and i like just listened to more like money focused podcasts and trying to find like good blogs to follow and just learn about money and how it works and so hmm. um i feel like I've, I've learned a good amount but i think more than anything uh, i feel excited like super excited about kind of just this like wealth building stage in my life and i feel um yeah i just want to like learn more about that and um, yeah, so that, that's gone well for me. That's been a definitely like a positive upside of the first six months. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, another one for me has been, um, well, it was going great up until a couple of weeks ago, but I was really good about reading my Bible every morning five times a week um, for about 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, and I felt really good about like the, the habit that I formed and kind of my routine. You know, I think I mentioned it before in another podcast, but it was wake up first thing as I go make a smoothie sit down with my smoothie on, on the couch in the living room and then my Bible. Wait, what do you have for breakfast? A, a smoothie. Oh. Dude, I haven't told you before. Oh, oh my gosh. What kind? <laughs> a healthy smoothie. Okay. Um, and on my, on our uh, coffee table, 
Like that's where my Bible lives and sits. And so I sit down, it's there, I open it up and I read it. Um, and so that was going really well up until a few weeks back when we uh, spent a couple weekends either at uh, a wedding or a bridal shower or up, you know, doing a trip with friends and basically lost that. And my, my Bible got put in the car and I didn't get it out. And then every morning I was like, oh, I don't want to go get it right now. I'm in my robe or whatever it was. The day goes on, I'd forget about it again. Um, and so anyways, I'm off that, but I was doing really good and I just need to get back to it. And See, I am and proud I feel of like that progress. Like a mid-year review, it helps, helps get to catch that kind of, yeah, and I'm like, oh, well to recognize, you know what, I, like, get back. I, I have sucked the last two weeks, but now I can like correct it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I was really, pr- and you know, we were trying to do the, the whole year in, or sorry, the whole Bible in a year. Um, and so I think I've, I think I'm in judges right now. So I'm still kind of on track and I went through Matthew mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do it in a year, but also like proud of kind of the, the yeah. progress that we've made. It's cool. Um, the next one for me was our, our business. So um, we are up 100% from last year, which is super exciting. That's so crazy. kind of when we were involved, we officially took over um, August 15th of last year, but we started like the conversation with the, pre- the previous owners around January of last year. So we kind of got to see like where they were at at that time. And every was month. it really that long ago? Yeah, not crazy. When you started? Wow. Yeah. So it was like... Um, I would, so we started talking with them in January, and I think I officially decided I was going to do it in like end of May, June. So it took about three months or so, four yeah. months to kind of talk through it, work details out, figure it out, get comfortable. Um, but anyway, during that time, like I was, you know, talking with them pretty often. So I kind of got to see where they're at, and, you know, whatever. And I, even like I still have the schedule they had last year. So I got to see like what was booked and what's booked mm. now. And so we're up 100%, which is awesome. Actually, so where we finished the year at, uh, where we finished the year at last year in December, um, we we already have that booked for the year, and so oh, um, wow. like that's super exciting. Like, um, I mean, if things continue to trend upward, you know, we could we, we could do very well this year, which is super exciting. So, so when you say up a hundred percent, does that mean that you've? Uh, so let's say in this time last year, you know, they had they had five grand booked. Oh right, I this, see. Okay, this month we have ten grand booked. I'm still numbers out there. Okay, um, or whatever, you know, that's what I mean. I so, see. And 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 the month of June. This year, you know, we're up 100% from last month, last year. Okay. So. And that's not just like that month, but like the months through there that you go. year. So January through January through June of this year, yeah. we're up 100% from last year. Okay, so double. Yeah. It's okay. hard to say the whole year because, you know, we yeah. often will book stuff. I, I had a call today if someone wants to book in a, in a week and a half. So it's like, it's hard to put it, you know. Yeah, but so far you've already yeah, done double. Yeah, it's trending upward and we, you know, it's going really well. And yeah, so that's crazy. It's, just, it's just super exciting. It kind of feels like, you know, when we started last year, it was, you know, it was super scary, like going away from like, you know, everything was steady and like a consistent, you know, salary and all that. And now it's like, we just don't know when stuff's going to come. So hmm. it's been good. Like it's paid off so far. So yeah. Signed out really quick, just to nerd out for a second. But in this book that I'm reading, Lost and Founder, he talks about the pros and cons between like a service-based business and like a product-based business. Um, and how product-based businesses, because they're more sustainable uh, and because they're more um, like repeatable, usually they sell for like a, a multiple of like two to eight times what revenue is. And normally a service business, since it's not guaranteed and since it's more mm-hmm. uh, laborious and doesn't scale as well, sells for one to two times revenue. Um, but he was saying how it's a much better deal for someone to buy a service business than it is for someone to buy a product business 
because it's much easier to grow the business like interesting and to make your money back essentially so like you said you know you bought the business in august and this time this year you're already doing double yeah um well that's also awesome because you don't have to recoup you know eight times what you paid for it you only have to recoup one to two times what you paid for it um anyways just thought i'd mention that because Mm -hmm. it's an interesting opportunity i didn't really realize that yeah it's cool um I think you're done for this category, right? I have one more. One more. Okay, cool. Uh, making my first official dollars on the internet, yeah. launching my first side project, heymarketers.com, Go the best place to find and discover marketing jobs in tech, e-commerce, and SaaS. I've got the tagline down, dude. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's been fun. Built it all myself, launched it. Um, now I just need to scale it and uh, and get a repeatable process there. Um, but it felt good to like, get something out the door and yeah. like out of my head and um and that's also gonna be i'll get into it later yeah, but it's cool yeah it's been a good one yeah well my last one is actually like a really big one but we um it's not 100 percent official yet by the time this comes out it probably most likely will have gone through um, but we are about to buy another business so we are super excited about that um it's like a, a company in the same industry so it's gonna add um yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great way to offer like more products to our to our clients. So we're super excited about that. Um, we hopefully will have the contract signed within the next week. So I feel I feel good saying it, but um, just want to be aware that it you know it still could yeah. potentially in fall progress. Through, but yeah, it's yeah. in progress, and it's it's very much looking like we're going to do it. So yeah, yeah, we're super excited, and uh, it's scary. Like you know, thinking like we've now we have bought in two companies in like eight months and less than a year, and so just like, super like it's. I have a few thoughts. I feel like the first part is like that's the faithfulness of god like you know this is something we have felt i have really felt like called to do to be in business and so it feels good like you know we were walking i'm walking in god's calling and i feel like we're being blessed for that um but it's kind of scary like man like two companies like in one year like it's a big investment and so you know it it is scary and we we are putting off things we want to do like buy a home and stuff like that because we're you know we're, we're pouring money back into the company but like we've talked about i feel like i feel strongly you know we are in like a like a stage of life of like building our wealth and we have to invest. And so I feel, I feel excited and I feel confident, but yeah, yeah. super excited. Crazy. Congrats. So, thank you. Super excited. Um, yeah. And so, and you've been sort of working on this for how long now? The deal. Yeah. Um, we met like two months ago and well, that's another thing I, another thing I thought was really funny. Like, so the process of how long it took me f- for me to pull the trigger with uh, the Stecklers to where I am now. Yeah. Um, so I met with her like two months ago and then, uh, like five days later, we went to go see everything that they had. And then, like three weeks later, we had like a tentative agreement, basically. And so the last month, we've yeah. been working to like finalize a contract. So basically, in a month, I decided I wanted to do it, um, which previously I have not been that way. So yeah, that's kind of why I wanted to do an episode on making decisions. Like that was a big part of it. Like I feel like having to make uh, a lot of big choices recently has helped me to grow in that area. And I've kind of just found like you know what like this is good. This is okay to move forward and to make choices and to kind of just be confident. Like it, it can work out or, or it won't. And I'll learn, you know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's cool. Congrats. Yeah, super exciting. Awesome. Well, shall we move on to what hasn't gone so well yes. this year? Yes. <laughs> that's always the favorite section. I can start. Um, I alluded to it before, but after traveling and then a bunch of things that essentially just kind of interrupted my normal routine, uh, I fell off the habit of reading my Bible every morning. Um, also reading like, you know, I was going through mere Christianity. That's also when I stopped reading that because I felt like I want to do those in tandem together. Um, and so that's been a bummer. And, uh, 
And so for the last month, I've kind of been off of that. And um, yeah, counting that as a loss. But I need, like, that's, you know. Yeah. That's a good reason why we're doing this is because now I'm kind of like, yeah, you know what? I need to stop making excuses and I need to, I it's, it's in the house now. I just need to get, get it back on the coffee table and then I'll be set. Yeah. I know that it'll it'll happen after that. Well, I, I think when we did the year in review, like these lists were were a lot longer. And I just feel like um, the category of like what hasn't gone well, um, you know, at the end of this year, that this could be a lot bigger. I think we each only have like four or five you know yeah. comments, but like if we didn't do a review right now, you know, yeah, in December, true. it could be 10 things on there. So yeah. that's good, you know. Right. Yeah. The bright side. Um, let's see here. So what I've what has not gone well uh, for me? One uh, the main ones is probably just like a work life balance. I feel um, you know, we or I am definitely in like a season of working more than I've ever worked. But the hard thing is, I really like it. You know, I think like with my past job, it was easier to not work because there were parts I just, I just didn't want to do. So I just wouldn't do it. And right. so now it's like it's hard to separate like work from my personal life, and I just. I always want to work. And so it's been hard. I've, I've been bummed. Like, you know, um, I, I just need more of a balance. You know, me and Connie talked about really wanting to, make, wanting to make this first year of our marriage like a slow year and it's kind of slowing down and committing, committing to less and doing less. I, I have not done that. I've been really poor and like saying no to stuff. I've, I've done a, too much, especially with work. And so yeah. it's been hard and trying to figure that out. And, and yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe we can say this for another time too, but, um, you know, the business is a part of that and mm-hmm. probably because it's not just a job, you know, like this is your business, mm-hmm. you own it. And like this, um, something I've, I've been finding, you know, which is like starting things, but also I try, I sort of had the tendency to anyways, but, um, it's hard for me to like turn it off, you know, like I'm not working, but I'm still thinking about like, oh, yeah, what can I write and what can yeah. we work on? What I'm going to do tomorrow? Like, what are the things that are going to really unlock growth this year? And um, what are the things that, you know, we shouldn't do anymore or thinking about, you know, customers that cancel or that didn't, you know, work, work out or mm-hmm. uh, like, it's hard to, I, yeah. Anyways, I can imagine how that could be really difficult, especially given your circumstance. Yeah. And I think um, like more recently what I've been trying to do is just like write everything down. I feel like when I don't write my ideas down, it's all in my head. And kind of like you said, like, yeah, I could not be working, but I can, I'm almost always thinking about it. And so, you know, I think just writing everything down, ideas, problems, you know, what I'm stressed about, write it down. And then that way it's on paper because, you know, it's easy to like, I, I can turn it off easier, easier when I know that I'm not going to forget, you know? Yeah. So I think doing that, uh, and then, um, I think just being disciplined, honestly, is what it comes down to, um, about saying like, no, when I'm going to stop. And, uh, and yeah, also remembering like I didn't buy a job, like I bought a business and I have to re- have yeah. to remember that because it's, you know, I, I think I can trick myself into just like working a ton and that's, that wasn't really the goal. And so um, I think just the balance of, okay, understanding like I'm trying to build something and like we are building something to hopefully one day be more, more sustainable with me being, you know, more hands off. And so I think just finding the balance, also like working on the right things. One thing I have improved on was when we took over last year, I did everything I could do. Like, and I wouldn't, I was super like, I wouldn't pay people to do stuff. I would do all myself. And like this year, just like find a balance. Like, you know, what can I pay someone to do? Like what, where should I be spending my time? And I think, um, like being smarter about that is, can be helpful to me. So, yeah. Cause, I mean, there's like endless random details to do, right. you know? So, yeah, that can be difficult Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things I wrote down was, uh, not getting enough sleep slash staying up too late because it's not that I'm, it's not that I have any trouble sleeping. Okay, question. I've seen 
uh, tweets come through from you at like two in the morning or like four in the morning. Are you awake or is that like? Really? Yeah, I don't know if it's like a scheduled tweet if you can, if you can do that, but I've like seen that a few times. Well, and I've thought to myself, oh wow, he was up at two in the morning. Like, you know that Twitter isn't chronological, right? Well, it said like two hours ago, whatever, or stuff like that. And you're reading it at four a.m. <laughs> I threw a number out there, but okay. um, I've seen that a few times. Maybe I, I, I don't know. I'm a Twitter, I feel like the I'm a Twitter news. I don't really know. <laughs> the li- uh, I don't know. I definitely don't tweet during the middle of the night. Um, I think it's probably just start like popping up, hmm. or maybe there's like a response. I don't know. Most likely, I don't know how to. Respond. I'm definitely like not hip with with Twitter. So. <laughs> not hip with Twitter. Okay. <sighs> anyway, sorry. Um, but yeah, not sleeping enough. Like. I just been seeing it over and over again and I keep reminding like remembering just how important it is and like I can I've been I've been thinking about it more and then I'll like take note how I feel when I wake up and every time like this morning for example I slept in actually till like 8:20 and <laughs> and we went to bed around uh like around midnight you know 12 20 12 30 so it was around 8 hours and I actually feel like really good today and I felt really good waking up um, but when I sleep six or seven hours, because, you know, we went to bed at uh, midnight, but then I woke up, you know, tried to get an early start six or seven. Um, that When I start my day, I'm usually like fine. But then like 11, 12, one o'clock, I'm like literally useless. I feel you. I can't do yeah. anything. Can't function, can't think. I don't want to do anything. Well, like, especially for you, unmotivated. like you are like behind, you know, at your desk in your office all day. Like there's no like yeah. meetings, no walking around. It's just like, you're just there. I, I could see how that'd be hard. Yeah. And so like, I really need that energy to motivate myself because it's on me to do that. Like I have to force myself and be disciplined to do that all the time. Um, so I definitely, ha- I mean, I have not been doing a good job of that. Do you take like a, when you eat lunch, do you like get out of the office, go outside and take a full break or do you work while you eat or how do you do that? No, I don't work when I eat, but you know, normally I'll go make lunch and then I'll eat it with Monique or I'll sit on our little kind of balcony and I'll just sit there quietly without, you know, my headphones in or anything. Um, but I haven't, I don't take like really long lunches. Um, Cause I, I think it was, I forget who it was. I think it was George Washington or Benjamin Franklin um i've heard this like podcast they were talking about this guy's like daily daily routine and it was something crazy like you know wakes up at five and the first two hours of the day were like forget you know reading and praying and reflecting yeah then he would work from like eight to twelve and then from twelve to two was like his yeah his like lunch break then he would work intensely from two to five or two to six and then like six to nine was like he had a word for it what he what he i think you probably heard this one but yeah i know um, what you're talking about but anyway I thought that was like a cool concept of like taking like a legitimate like break in the middle of your day and then like working intensely the afternoon and then you're off and having like recreation time. And so I've been trying to do that a bit more because I'm super bad at like stopping. Yeah. So um, I I don't know if you do that or not. Yeah. I felt that too. Like sometimes I'll take like a 15 minute lunch, you know, and then I'll like start working again. I'm like, nah, I need to go back and like just chill out for, for a little while longer or, um, or sometimes I'll, I won't walk Remy in the morning, especially if I sleep in. So then I'll take Remy around lunchtime. And I feel like that feels really good mm-hmm. because then I'm out walking and kind of reset a little bit. But, um, dude, having a dog is like an excuse to like get outside and take yeah, a break, you know? Do it's been stuff. good for me. Oh, I love it, dude. <laughs> I'll take him out three it's times. It's one a day. of my three times. Three wait, walks a day. You take him out three walks a day? Yeah, man. Down to the village. What? Down to La Mesa every day. Three times. If I'm home working all day, three times. I go in the morning, so I wake up. Take him outside just to go pee. He can do his thing. I'll, I'll take a shower, eat breakfast, read, and after well, breakfast, wait, okay. I'll take him out. I don't know if out. that's like a walk, though. 
the first one I'm not counting that one. Oh, okay. So okay. after breakfast, hang all right. Up. Okay. Then I walk them down to to La Mesa and back, and it's like a te- round trip, probably ten minute walk. Okay. Like five ten minutes. Yeah. And then I do that at lunch, and then I do it in the afternoon. Wow. Or at night, so three times. Lucky Dan. Yeah. I take care of you, home Max. <laughs> I'll take Remy on like a like one thirty to forty minute walk. Oh wow! So that was well, the same thing. I just do. I do, yeah. I don't go as long. Yeah. Interesting. So. Anyways. Um, okay, well, what I put down also was uh, friendships. You know, we, me and Connie made a list of some people that we wanted to be intentional about this year, like hanging out with and just spending time with and investing in. And I, I have been super bad at that. And so I'm like, I'm bummed. I mean, I think, I mean, the reality is like, you know, relationships and people, that's like the most important part of my life. And I've like been neglecting that, uh, you know, in a big way. So just need to do better, like making friends a priority. It's been hard, like, most of my work is on the weekends and that's when most of my friends have time off. And so, yeah. And then every night of the week is, is busy for me. so it's hard to find time. And so, um, yeah, it's gotta do better at, you know, planning stuff and scheduling it and sticking to it. Yeah. I can imagine how that'd be, you know, people are, it's a different lifestyle, different schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Anyways. Um, one of the things I wrote down was kind of not, uh, not feeling content, kind of feeling anxious about like wanting to do more and, uh, I don't know, like accomplish more. Maybe that's just, just like a personality fault, but I've been noticing myself just feeling more kind of antsy, like especially when I, I don't know, when I feel like I want to be further along. Like that's kind of how I was feeling on my birthday. <laughs> I was like, oh dang it, I'm 24, halfway during the year and like kind of not where I want to be right now. Um, and so just, uh, I don't think it's like a really healthy attitude to have there, like kind of mental mindset to be in. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out kind of how to manage that and what to do about it instead of, instead of feeling like kind of like down or like discontent or anxious, feeling like motivated and, you know, like organized and planned and excited about the future instead. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like I have the negative mindset. I think, um, like if you met with someone that you want to be like, you know, and just kind of shared your thoughts where you're at, I'm pretty sure they would tell you, okay, how old are you? How old are you? How are you doing? And they would probably be like, say, slow down, you know? Um, I, yeah. I, I feel like recently I, I met with someone and I was like sharing all these ideas, everything I wanted to do. And kind of like you just said, I was like, man, I just want to be farther along. And he was like, how old are you? And I was like 24. And he's like, dude, like chill. Like you're doing yeah. fine. And so I think for you, like same thing, like, cause you, you mentioned like, okay, you are, you really are where you want to be, be with your career. You're in like a right step. Probably in, you know, two to three years, you'll be hopefully, you know, working for yourself full time. You have a few projects kind of in the works, like things you want to happen are happening. It's just, yeah, you know, I agree, but like inside of me, I disagree. You know what I mean? Like, um, I understand it's like, I'm young, there's time. We'll do one on patience next. Okay. Yeah. We need to do one on patience because I don't have any of it. Um, because I know that it's normal, you know, to like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm ahead of where I am compared to other people but I don't really like other people being the benchmark, the yeah. benchmark. I want like myself and where I want to be to be the benchmark. Yeah, I, I think I get that. Um, so yeah, anyways, I, yeah, I think that is a guy, like one of the things that I struggle to find. Um, and you know, I, I would love to find someone who's like a Christian, like tech entrepreneur, you know what I mean? Who can like take me under their wing and like, cause that's who I want to be. Like I can find a Christian, uh, a pastor, even someone who's in business, uh, or I can find like a tech entrepreneur, but they're probably Dude, not going to be uh, a Christian. Jenny's, hu- Jenny's husband. Is he an entrepreneur? Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't say he has some things in the works. 
So he's okay. definitely like leans leans that way. Um, I feel like you guys would click really well. Yeah. I mean, but he's in your space, and he I think he holds the same position you have, and I think that's good ten idea. years ahead, ten years ahead. So yeah, I th- that's a good idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that in mind. I'm gonna write that one down. Jenny, shout out! <laughs> shout out to Jenny and I Brian. Love you, sis, if you're listening. That's right. <laughs> shout out to what's their daughter's name? <laughs> I almost forgot. <laughs> Josephine. <laughs> she imagine I just caught you. On she often will like send me a video or like a yeah, like a video, or she'll Facetime me when she's listening to the podcast with with JoJo, her daughter, listening. It's funny. Shout out to she's Josephine, so JoJo. Um, one I put down was uh, reading the Bible, and I don't mean like not reading it. I've been consistent, probably about five times a week, but um. I'm trying to read the Old Testament this year, and I've I've tried that the last three years, um, and I failed every year. Uh, I've like started and gotten like you know a few books in, and like just been so like dead with. Where it. are you right now? Uh, I am in Leviticus. Oof. I did, I started it in like the end of February, so I'm yeah. not like really behind. Well, remember what Dan bit. told us? He's like, it's okay to skip some parts of the Bible. So I just skipped like the last three chapters of Exodus because it was like nice. It was yeah, it was, I mean, it was it's hard to get through. <laughs> um, so I mean, I, I feel like I'm I'm probably like a book behind. I should probably be a little farther along, but um, yeah, because I started a bit late. But still, like, it's been hard, man. It's like I love the New Testament. I've probably read it, I mean, a dozen times. Like yeah. I have notes all my Bible. I love it, but the my Old Testament, like my, my book is like empty with there's like no notes, no highlighting, no nothing because I don't really read it. And so besides like Psalms and Proverbs and whatnot, so. It's been hard to get through it. I'm like trying to remember like the purpose of reading it because a lot of it is just like you know the old laws and like regulation and sacrifices and all all that stuff. And so it's it's yeah. been a little bit dull for me. So yeah, well you know it's like I've been um I've been kind of encouraged by reading the Old Testament a little bit more because uh like I've noticed there's so many like really crazy cool analogies that are just like way over your head unless you kind of know what you're looking for. You know that like Mike or Mark. Or you know any of like kind of the senior pastors at Foothills that we're, you know that we know um, will reference all the time. Like, gosh, I never would have thought of that. Like, I really want to like understand that, understand and like, and, like see and catch it. You know, when I do read it, um, you know, because I I feel like uh, like one of my favorite examples was um, Mark did a message a long time ago on uh, it was this one specific sacrifice. Oh, gosh, I want to butcher it. This one specific sacrifice. Um, where God asks someone, I think it's maybe Moses, to walk through basically the entrails of like the, all these animals that he had sacrificed. Um, and I had this like such this crazy kind of, when you put it in perspective, you understood the context, uh, understanding like what it means uh, to make a covenant with God and to like go through the sacrifices. I was like, wow, I really want to like be at that place where I can see that and like grasp that. Um, I know that's, that's not all of it. Like God has to reveal it to you, but anyways, mm. it's a lot of cool stuff that you have to look for. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of it is easy to like pass over, you know, like if you're not being intentional to pick up on it, pass like, over. Hey. Uh. <laughs> <was> stupid. Um, <laughs> it's like easy to just like, Jeremy know, does not appreciate puns. Not at all. Easy to skim over <laughs> pun that Corey. You can't. Hmm. You're trying skimming milk. I knew you were going to say that. No, I thought of like a cow, but he's going to say skimming milk. Yeah. Um, anyway, so cool. Uh, okay, the last. Oh yeah, no, no, I have two more. Um, I also kind of wrote down not planning for the future enough or communicating it. Um, and I mean this also because again, you can get like so wrapped up in doing, doing, doing like every day, just having a routine, looking to the next week of like what needs to get done or what do we need to do. 
but then you're never looking kind of far out enough. Maybe this is different for you because you're always booking events in advance and you're looking at all the months and schedules and stuff. Um, but I feel really like kind of in the trenches and I can't see outside of it. Um, and you know, we have trips that we want to go on and vacations. Uh, we want to plan, you know, we're sort of tentatively thinking and planning that we want to, uh, move and stay t- in Europe for a couple months next year because we both work from home. We have the opportunity to, but like, we literally haven't done anything to plan for it yet. Like, okay, like it's getting close here, but mm-hmm. like, you know, so it's a, it's a loss. Like we could have, we could have done more. I've been thinking about it more. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of translates to other things like, um, saving too. like, I still haven't found like a really great system for like feeling really in, in control of my finances. Like I understand I could kind of do things the hard way and like have a big spreadsheet and update things every day, review every, every week. But like, I don't really want to do that. You know, like I, I want it to be easy and like mm-hmm. at a glance. Um, so kind of struggling with that. And then same thing with, uh, side projects, like not planning, you know, not planning enough, you know, thinking like, Oh, I can get this done in a day or I can get this done in the night or I can launch by this date. And I always, always, always underestimate how much time or the schedule or what comes up. Um, and so I just need to be like more diligent yeah. in planning for those things. Yeah, I can totally get that. Um, my last one for this category was a routine. So I kind of alluded to this in the first uh, section, but I kind of thought like when we got married, a lot of, you know, certain issues would be fixed like this one. Um, but like, yeah, I, I really wanted routine in my life for a long time and um, I just feel like that's still like weak in in our life. We need to be better at that. And I mean more. I mean more of like a, you know like when do we clean? When do we go go shopping? When do we you know hang out with friends? Like stuff like that. It's just like every week is kind of different. Like I have routine in like my commitments and like ministries and whatnot, but like stuff around the home and like just our like the details of our life. Like there is no routine. And so hmm. um, just want to be better at that. Want to like really like nail that down. I feel like when we have routine, like we are you know less less heavy on like the stress side and things kind of like are more fluid. And so, yeah, man, I just want to be better at that. I feel like we're still not. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, for me, my last one was kind of feeling burned out on small group and ministry, which it kind of was a loss, not because I feel that way, but because, um, probably didn't have to be this way, but you know, it's hard like every week for four years, you know, committing to planning for your small group, uh, doing a message, figuring out who's going to do the message, leading worship, you know, figuring out what you're going to do for, you know, a game or hanging out, whatever it is. Um, and so my guys are seniors. They're graduating out of, you know, kind of the small group ministry and into the college ministry. Um, and so, but I feel like I, I don't know, it's, it's a win in that I feel really like proud of where they're at, who they are, like what we've done as a small group. And, you know, me and Danny, Watt, uh, did it for four years. He he was actually with them in junior high too. Um, and I knew going into it, I'm not going to leave them. I'm going to be there for all four years. Uh, but also like, you know, feeling like, okay, this is a good time, you know, to kind of, to end things and to move on. And, uh, you know, it's, it can definitely be pretty taxing. So I'm looking forward to having my Monday nights back, uh, maybe having a little bit more time to devote to other things in this season. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm on year one, so <laughs> I, I've I've taken a group from sixth grade all the way through high school, so I, I know that's like, um, you know, for us, we had John, and John committed to, uh, you know, to staying with us the whole time, so he never left, and we had other leaders come and go, and so 
my last group, I felt like I definitely wanted to be like John. Like I wanted to be like consistent for these kids, and I kind of made the same commitment this time around. But I'm having a really hard time, like mm. you know, being motivated to kind of see it through, and not because of like a lack of you know, I think love for the kids, but my life is full, and so I can appreciate like what you've done. I, I totally understand it. So yeah, you know, especially must, for all these like seasons, yeah. and it must I mean, feel good to. Done. Yeah, when I started with the small group, uh, I had just become an intern at Foothills, and I was in my junior year, entering my junior year of college, going into a new school at San Diego Christian College, um, and then through that, I uh, started at Cordial. I was at Cordial, got married, you know, moved out of my parents' house. Like, there's just been so much that's happened through this season yeah. with them through these four years. Um, that's cool. That it's nice that it's coming to a close, but you know also really proud of what we've done too all right so the last uh, section what what have i learned what have we learned what have we learned (laughs) you tell me um i I kind of talked a bit about this in the last section or the first section but um i feel like again i've learned a decent amount about like about money and what um what it looks like to be in like a wealth building building stage in my life and um i think i've kind of thought like before this that I'm going to work. And then when I start working, then my wealth will build. And I've, I've kind of learned like that is true, but I think the time it takes, um, it's, it's longer than I thought. And I, yeah. and I think like there's a good chunk of our life. Like, if you are going to be intentional, intentional about growing your wealth, there's going to be a good chunk of like just investing and pouring back into it. You know, it's kind of like learning an instrument or, you know, getting better at a sport. Like you gotta like, you know, if you're going to learn guitar, you have to, you know, play until your, your fingers you want to fall off or they're you know they're super sore they bleed and yeah and it's like you have to pour a lot into it and then you finally hit a hump to where like okay now you have a callus and now you can play you know more seamlessly and whatnot and so i'm kind of feeling like my finances are like that like i have to put into it i have to put money out there to see it come in and so i'm just learning about that and thankfully it's i find it exciting like i'm, I'm enjoying it i don't really i don't dread it but i think I've been like enlightened the last six months, like mm. kind of yeah. this is different than I thought it was going to be, but it's, it's also good. I'm not saying it's been bad. It's been good, but it's just different than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I've had the same sort of revelations a little bit, like really don't. And again, this is just preference, nothing wrong with it, but I don't want to slog away at a job for 40 years yeah. and then, you know, have a nice retirement built up. Like I just can't function that way. I can't operate that way. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that you learn too. I'm glad that we've learned them early on that it's like, okay, like this is what we need to do. This is what's necessary. This is how you do it. And now we just got to go, got to go get it. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I've learned is that habits need to be maintained when traveling or when things interrupt your normal routine. Like I mentioned with the, with reading my Bible. Um, But I think I've, I've also kind of just held this belief in general that I am disciplined enough to, you know, take a break and then come back like kind of like nothing ever happened, but you're not, but I'm not, <laughs> I don't think anyone is immune to that. Um, and so being really disciplined and Monique has really, uh, motivated me too, because she's been really good about this. But you know, even when we travel, making time to work out, uh, eating the right things, um, spending time, you know, the right people, uh, you know, like making sure that we have, uh, you know, even things like date night, you know, we've been sort of been sort of bad about that in the last few weeks just because there's been so many things with friends or travel or whatever it was. Uh, but then it's like, okay, well now we haven't had date night in a month and it doesn't feel very good. Like we should have, we should have done something about this. You know, I should have done something about this. So, um, maintain your habits during all, you know, weathering 
all different kinds of things that come up is important. Makes sense. Um, I put down uh, having uh, like routine times of just like silence, and I think that's been really good for me. I, you mm. know, I've always like filled my ears with stuff, whether it's music or you know talking to someone when I'm driving or uh, like a podcast. But uh, you know, probably the last like month, I I started just uh, having more you know more quiet time. You know, um, when I you know walk Max, I, I just go and I go without headphones. I just walk, and it's been really good. <laughs> this morning, uh, I got up like probably thirty minutes before Connie, and I was. Um, sitting on a couch just drinking coffee just sitting <laughs> wasn't reading <laughs> wasn't listening to music wasn't like working just sitting there and she came out there and she was like what have you been doing <laughs> and i was like i've literally been sitting here <laughs> and she like laughed like you're laughing and i was like i've been doing it the last month it's been really cool and, uh, and she was like oh you're weird but um i could just imagine that it's all like dark and kind of dingy and she walks yeah, out like and you're the just natural like light straight, yeah, just no, looking exactly like <laughs> um it reminds me of daniel my brother <laughs> That's totally something uh, but that's been like super good for me i think just like the concept of like an hour of noise and an hour without noise i think i've said oh, that yeah. before yeah. but i've been trying to put that into practice and it's been like super helpful and so i I think that's why i put that's why i've, I've learned from this because it's been good for me it's been good to hmm. like clear my head and just have like more time to like refocus and to think um i feel like that's really underrated that you don't really think about the importance of that and it's just been it's been really good for me yeah yeah it's good um, I've also been learning the, the importance of prioritizing and focusing. Um, so like having realistic goals for the day and making sure that I'm like finishing something before I start something else. Uh, like I'm realizing I need a lot more. I For a point, I felt like my life wasn't full enough. Like I could be doing more and I could be doing, you know, this and, you know, implementing this or like starting this habit. But now I feel like I have kind of all the things that I want in place but now I just need to have a better like structure and order to them and, and make sure that I'm giving each one enough time. Um, you know, I found this with all things like, uh, but you know, from like spiritually, you know, like, okay, why is the Bible like not like on my priority list or why am I living that way? Like I should reprioritize so that that's definitely the thing that gets done. Um, but then also physically like with sleep, I'm like, wait a second, this is like a, I need this. Why am I ignoring this? And then also with, you know, jobs or side projects, like I'm not going to be able to do five things in my, you know, free three hours this night. I should probably just focus on one. And so which one is it? And like, what needs to get done? And am I going to be able to get it done? Um, thinking that way instead of just kind of wanting to cram things or just mm -hmm. wanting to do yeah. it all at once. Yeah. Um, I put down um, that it's okay to make mistakes. And again, that's like an obvious, like pretty basic understanding, but um, I think it's harder to like practice that and to actually be okay with making mistakes, whether it's professionally or in, you know, rela close relationships or whatnot. But, um, yeah, I mean, just like being okay with my mistakes and owning up to it and taking responsibility, you know, whether it's with Connie or with work, just saying, yep, like I messed up. I'm sorry. And I like, here's, how I'm going to fix it. Mm. And so just trying to do that more. And, um, it's been, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And again, it's like a, like a, not like a jaw dropper statement. Like, it's a pretty just basic understanding, but right. I think it's harder to like be okay with that, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think something else that I've been realizing more and more is uh, that there's a lot of, I don't know, whenever I, I heard like the idea of like seasons and like everything has a time and place, you know, kind of the whole Ecclesiastes thing, I always thought like, yeah, but I don't know what that looks like. And now I feel like I'm really experiencing that of like, which season am I, am I in spiritually? And then like, what do I do about mm -hmm. that? And like, which season am I in professionally? And what do I do about that? You know, am I 
in a season of like working out really hard and eating really healthy or am I in a season more of like maintaining and letting loose a little bit? Like, I don't know, realizing that there are seasons and instead of kind of like fighting it or like not treating like there's something there, being more intentional about it because you can kind of help it to your advantage or you can make it an advantage to you to help you so that you're not just always doing something or like, like there's no sight in it. I'm just going to keep doing this forever. It's like, no, this is just a season. We're going to do this for a time or it's going to be this way for a time and I'm going to be okay with that. Um, and so it's been, yeah, it's been helpful kind of seeing things that way and treating it that way. Yeah, good. Um, my last one, uh, was that, um, like a lot of decisions don't last forever. And, um, I feel like I've kind of always heard, uh, advice like to the contrary, you know, like that your twenties, you know, you make a lot of choices that impact your life forever. And I think that's true. Um, hmm. but I feel like I've stretched that to every decision. Like every decision I make is forever and I can't fix it. And that, that's oh, just yeah. it, you know? And like more recently I've kind of thought like, you know what, like you can recover and you can like correct and you can fix what's broken. Um, you know, I was thinking like in regards to like this business, like what if we, you know, invest in this new company and let's say like it completely fails and you know, we don't earn a, a penny back and like then what? Well, you know, what happens is, you know, we lost a little bit of money and then that that's it. And then we'll probably set back a, a few years and then we can recover. And so I think just stuff like that where, you know, I, Previously, I would stress that decision for a very long time and like, kind of panic. And now it's like, yeah. it's a big deal. And, you know, maybe I am being a, a bit ignorant. Maybe it will hurt us more than I think. But um, regardless, you know, we can recover from that. And it's not, not, we're not permanently like failing because of that one poor decision. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so yeah. that's kind of like been a mindset shift of mine. I feel like these last two I said are pretty like basic understandings. Sorry, <laughs> basic understandings. But for some reason, they've just clicked in my head recently. And I think I've just felt like more okay and more at peace with mm. those. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a good thing to have to like make better decisions. You know, I mean, th- and, those and two do work like remind me cause yeah. let's say this does fail and I hate my <laughs> life and then quit the podcast. Like mm. remind me what I said. I will. <laughs> I will. Don't worry. Um, my last one is needing to get back to the fundamentals of time management, doing the essential things, you know, every day, spending time to think and plan. Um, you know, I think also like, uh, you know, refocusing on our marriage and relationship with Monique and learning, like remembering to have fun and like be goofy. And, um, I don't know, just, uh, being in like kind of a race, you know, you, you focus in on the race and like where the finish line is. And this has been like a season that I'm in, but now I need to get back to kind of like slowing down, looking to learning to look around, you know, uh, have a more like balance in my life as well. Uh, and so for the rest of the year, that's kind of the thing I want to be leaning on is prioritizing, having balance, getting back to fundamentals of, uh, you know, I want to work on, you know, it stuck with me too. Like we were talking, I think off the podcast, you know, about what if we spent as much time and energy and, and obsession, uh, on our marriage as we did on like business stuff and professional stuff. It's like, wow, it's really, you know, it's really challenging. And I feel like I wanted to my game on on that side of things too that's good cool well cool i want to say um like if you or if you're listening and you like wanted to kind of do like a review with yourself like don't just like think about it but like you know have a cup of coffee with a friend or grab lunch with a friend and yeah go through it with someone i feel like bouncing off someone is um is helpful you know me and Corey, we don't plan these conversations like we each put down our notes but we just kind of talk about it and it's like a free-flowing conversation and it's good so you know do that with a friend and Hopefully that's encouraging. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like a yeah okay want to sit down and go over our goals for the year and how we're doing it could just be like hey i have some thoughts about you know how we're doing and the direction of my life you know do you want to do the same and here's kind of a quick format it's just what's going well what's not going so well what are we learning um and we can just talk about it yeah i mean i put down my thoughts in like less than five minutes it was just like on my mind i did it on the car right here yeah i like knew it (laughs) um and so it will probably be the same for you so yeah cool well this has been helpful for me i don't know about you but it's it's good for me to get it on on paper, quote unquote, on the computer to write my thoughts, my thoughts down, you know, talk it through. Um, I think it, it really helps in setting you up well for the next half of the year. Yeah. Cool. Take us home, Corey. All right. Well, thanks for listening. As always, uh, as I mentioned before, please leave us a rating and review if you can on Apple uh, Podcasts. Uh, it's no longer iTunes, actually. I don't know if you saw the Apple announcement on their, Dude, on their dub dub day. Such a nerd, man. Oh, such a nerd. Um, but they're getting rid of iTunes. Now it's going to be dedicated apps and programs for um, Apple TV, Apple Podcasts, and Apple Music. Um, and so iTunes is going away. But go to your Apple app, Apple Podcasts app, give us a rating or review, tell us what you like, what you don't like, preferably six stars, but five will do too. Um, otherwise, we will talk to you in the next one. Peace. Bye. Peace.